0: You don't know McDonald's!
1: Everybody out there, thank you for winging it with us. This is episode 53. I'm Andrew. I'm joined as always by my two lovely friends who actually had the same stats as Dallas Goddard yesterday. I'm joined by Alex and Ali. (laughs) We are here. It is Monday. The Monday night football game is about to get started briefly. Bills, Jets should be a lot of fun. You know, all I can do is just breathe a sigh of relief today, but before we get into anything Eagles Talk, first off I want to thank everyone out there who is who's given us a follow. Uh we're we've just eclipsed the 500 mark on Instagram. So please keep let's keep that going. Please subscribe to yes. our our Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube. We're on Facebook if you're, you know, if you still utilize that as your your method. And help me out. Am I missing any other methods of where we can be followed at this point, guys?
0: Yeah. And then the actual podcast can be found on YouTube. Ali does a wonderful job of editing the videos. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, if you're like really old school and want to do that. Um, we really appreciate all the attention, guys. It's been a really exciting few weeks, and the season's just getting started, and it's been really, really, really exciting to just, just see how many people are really interested, wanting to start conversations with us. So from all of us here, thank you so much. That is exciting that we've had people joining. Yesterday's game,
1: I don't know if exciting is, is, the, is the exact adjective I would use to describe it. Mm. Um, it sure started off that way. We got off to a real healthy start, but it was not a fun game to watch. But we escaped with a win. Ali, how are you right now? I, I will get into more as the show goes on. But you know, what was your general vibe yesterday watching the game? How are you feeling in like you know the second and third quarter?
2: My general vibe from yesterday's game was I lost about four years off of my life. And to do that in week one against the New England Patriots where Mac Jones was carving up the middle of our defense. I don't know if I can handle a full season of this, man. I'm not going to lie. This is uh, I got I got a healthy life ahead of me. I don't know how many four year subtractions (laughs) I can keep doing to myself. Um, It didn't feel good. You know, we started off really strong. I was like, hey, this is not even the first quarter. We're leading 16-0. We've got two turnovers, one of them on Zeke. Like, how can this get any better? And as soon as I said that, everything started tumbling down. All sorts of things wrong yesterday. Yeah, I think
0: think Ali dropped there for a second. But, you know, from my perspective, Andrew, I just feel like this whole entire offseason, we watched all these hype videos – you know, we, we see the confetti, the Casey color confetti. Ali and I were in the stands when that happened. That iconic picture of Jalen walking through. So much hype to be built out that, like, you know, the, the dog mentality and underdogs and, 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 and rebuilding and, and all of the soundtracks. And then we get into the season and it's like, man, that offense just doesn't look like anything that it's that it's supposed to. And I'm starting to realize, like, I'm sick. I'm watching this game and all of those feelings from last year, these close games come up. Like I'm a sick individual (laughs) to want to sit through a game and feel this like slow burn crippling anxiety where my, my hands are covering my face. Like I am a sick individual (laughs) that loves it too. I mean, it's just, it was just a little bit, um, it felt like
1: it, the fourth preseason game that never yeah. actually happened. And I think that we were all expecting that coming into the year, how, or or at least questioning how this offense was going to look, specifically because we didn't see any Jalen Hurts at all during the preseason. And it kind of went as you might expect it for a quarterback who hasn't taken a snap, like under 100 yards at, at, in total offense in the first half. I mean, it, it just, it was... Uh, it was scary, but I think if you can escape New England with a win, you just take it and you try not to overthink it. But Alex, I know that we we do need to think about some things, and we need to we need to dive in a little bit deeper, my friend. So, uh, are you ready? I'm ready. You ready
0: for the first two up, two down of the season? Give me two more I'm seconds. On. Yeah, let's do it.
2: Alex and Andrews, two up.
0: All right, man. First two up, two down of the season. Everyone's favorite segment where we give our analysis of two things the Eagles did well in two areas where we could have made improve upon. And that is the basis for the episode in which we discuss with our wonderful color commentating coming from Ali. So two up. My first up is the entire supporting cast of the Eagles showed up to play, but really specifically the veterans. Jake Elliott put on a clinic yesterday with two field goals, plus 50 yards, a 48 yard. And I think another 24 yard field goal played absolutely incredible Fletcher Cox veteran came in at the end of the game, made some big plays when he needed to Brandon Graham was running around like crazy, creating a whole bunch of pressure, made a play when he needed to, Avante Maddox, eight tackles, wonderful pass breaks ups. Been there when he needed to. And I think we're all missing the best play of the game. Darius Slay, but I'm not talking about the pick six to have our first offensive, uh, our first points of the season. I'm talking about that routes that he was covering. Kendrick Bourne. Did you guys see that play by any chance when he absolutely was turned around, had no idea where he was on the field and almost picked off that ball by Kendrick Bourne. That is, was probably the best play I've ever seen. And I'm so mad that every other Philly media outlet picked it up because I thought I was doing something really cool. <laughs> and then Darius Slay share, shared it and said, this is the best play I've ever made in my life. Dang it. But still, as I was watching it, literally, what an amazing game. Our veterans came to play. They put on an absolute clinic. So that's number one. You're going to hit me with your second? <laughs> yeah. The second one's pretty obvious too. Tom Brady had to sit through that whole entire thing.
2: <laughs>
0: it's raining outside, right? He lost the last, uh, the, the last time he played us uh, in, in the Super Bowl. We, we beat him. Bill Belichick's there. He's up there in the booth yelling at Robert Kraft, saying this is what we need to do. Tom Brady day in New England. We live rent free in his head. That's obviously the second up is Tom Brady had to sit through the whole entire thing. I can
1: get on board with that. <laughs> Ali, anything you'd like to add before I uh, before I spit some game?
2: I gotta eat some crow. Britton Covey had a l- nice oh, long twenty-five yard. He
1: sure did. Oh, almost yeah. a touchdown! Been, Not quite.
2: I've been saying he should be our punt returner since day one. I, yes. I don't know. I don't get okay.
1: it. <laughs> okay. So I guess yeah, Britton Covey looks like he's going to be the the guy returning the punts, and then Boston Scott I guess looks like he's going to be good. He's going to be the kick returner. All right, my first up, I will give it to the def. We were a little bit worried about the run defense, and I think that the the run defense really showed up. Jordan Davis made some uh-huh. plays. Fletcher uh-huh. Cox made some plays. You know, Ezekiel uh, Zeke actually rushed for the most yards. For the Patriots, he finished with 29. Ramondre had uh, had 12 for 25, so he barely averaged two yards a carry. Um, I know Mac Jones had a nice little scramble, um, you know, a little bit later in the game, so he had a, you know another 15 yards. But all in all, our concern did seem to be more of the rush defense because we thought that the the Patriots were not going to have a a very good pass game. Spoiler alert. Um, my second up for the game is. I'm going to give, I got to give Jalen Carter. We had one sack on the day and, and Jalen Carter was the one who got the sack. That's a great start to a career. Um, I I think that, and on top of that, I think he had eight, seven or eight um, pressures on the quarterback, which set some sort of record for uh, a rookie in their first game played. So Jalen Carter was as good as advertised. He was bringing the pressure. Um, so yeah, well I'll that that's that's where we'll start. You want me to it's start? It's kinda here? sad. Yeah.
2: It's it's kinda sad that this is all we got as far as our two ups, right? Like Alex naming a kicker, I'm talking about a punter, and you're talking about one sack, Andrew. This is I mean, let's 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 rip the band aid off. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it certainly was a little bit deflating. Like I said, we watch we watch all these hype videos in the offseason coming into here. Yeah, Jake Elliott was our up. Tom Brady having to sit through the game. Not too many positives. Not too well, many I would, positive. I would love to
1: get started on some downs. I'm gonna I'm gonna kick us off here. Um look, I am not, I wasn't expecting DeAndre Swift to have a monster game but two touches two touches come on and and this is this is after we I see an update that Rashad Penny is a healthy scratch now don't get me wrong like and we, we alluded to this a little bit when we talked about fantasy you know if you were able to get Kenny Gainwell later in your draft you got excellent value because he got the majority of the touches I can't believe DeAndre Swift had one carry and had one reception. He also bobbled another reception, I believe. But two touches is inexcusable. I'm going to go a little bit further than that and also include Dallas Goddard. And I don't know how we can't find a way to get Dallas Goddard, one of the most prolific players on our offense, the ball. Quez Watkins Mm -hmm. had two receptions on the day. I never want to see Quez Watkins have more receptions than Dallas Goddard for the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. Now, I understand that... New England is a good defense and I'm sure that they plan on taking certain players out. In my mind, I would think, you know, AJ and Devante are attracting enough attention. So I do think a lot of this might be on Jalen and, you know, we also have a new offensive coordinator. We have a new defensive coordinator. So there is going to be an adjustment period. Um, But those, but, but not getting Swift and Goddard more involved is, is not a good thing. Uh, Secondly, and I hope it didn't just slip my mind. No, it didn't. Um, I'm a little. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm worried about this upcoming week against the Vikings because yeah, we now lost what was already we, it was already a very very thin linebacker core. And I'm very curious to hear Ali's fears because I, I can I I feel like I can f- just feel them without being in the same room as you. Um, you know, y- you now lost technically your top linebacker, and we had trouble covering Hunter Henry. We had cover you know trouble with Mike Kosicki. and then. Now James Bradbury's is also out with a concussion. I'm worried about TJ Hawkinson and Justin Jefferson coming, you know, coming in this week. So those are my, my two downs. Those are tough injuries. Um, so yeah, a lot is a lot to clean up. Yeah. Lee, what
0: do you think?
2: Yeah. You know, Andrew, I think it's interesting to your point about, um, about Deandre Swift, because in my mind, it's not just a, what kind of plays are we calling in the moment? It's, what was our game plan going into this game? If you're telling me that DeAndre Swift has two touches, and you know I see him run out a couple of routes, like I, I don't think we had necessarily had a plan on how we were going to use DeAndre Swift yesterday. I think the the majority of the workload fell on Kenny Gainwell's lap, which I think I'm okay with. I want to see him and how he'd react as a number one running back, but. Not utilizing one of your biggest upgrades this offseason, an upgrade that we got in the draft uh, through a trade with the Detroit Lions, it it, it was kind of like I, I was confused more than anything else, right? It just didn't seem like we knew what to do with him against the Patriots, so we just decided to not use him.
1: And can you imagine if we also tried to pick up Jonathan Taylor, how we would try to figure out how to use running backs correctly? That would be such a headache. Um Alex, I, I think this might it might be more enjoyable to talk about the downs than the ups. So so I you have the floor.
0: Yeah, no, and like I'm just gonna go right into mine because it, it plays off the second thing that you said with Dallas Goddard not getting any statistical significance during the game and He had a few times where he was wide open. I don't like Tony Romo, but I love Tony Romo's broadcasting ability where he can actually look at it through the eyes of a player, and he shows that to you in the broadcast. (coughs) Hurts' progressions were really, really bad. It reminded me of early season last year. Yes. He sees a little bit of pressure, rolls to the right, nothing happens, maybe a slide, maybe a throwaway, maybe a tight window pass but nothing significant happens there. There was multiple times where Dallas got it was open. I think once it was on two plays back to back or two out of three plays when he was wide open. And then in typical Jalen Hurts fashion, he feels like he needs to carry the team on his back and when he fumbles that ball, I was like that's game. That's absolutely game. We gave it to them back with like almost they had like half a field. I mean it was it was ridiculous. And then to go on in on the fourth down call. And it's like, Jalen, like that was just an awful throw. Um, I I'm feel not kidding. Com- that was
1: like the worst back-to-back drives I could ever imagine to finish a football game. That w- they They were the two most abysmal offensive possessions that you could have thrown out at that time of game.
0: Yeah. And like, listen, and it kind of goes back to like what we're saying. And we'll have a separate episode about it. I am worried about the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings can stay within a game. They had the biggest comeback in NFL history last year against the Colts. They right? did just lose
1: the Baker Mayfield, you know, but.
0: <laughs> they, they, they did, but like, and, and I said this in our in our post-game Instagram live, which, Ali, we need to start doing. People love that, by the way. I got a lot of feedback on it. I want to go. Sure, Andrew, maybe if Am you ask nicely. Yeah, if you ask nicely. Um, <laughs> but like, I, I even said it, like, they don't look like, they're they're not an 0-2 team, Minnesota. Like, they're coming to, to, the only thing we have going for that is a primetime game, and it's Kirk Cousins. But with Bradbury out and our weak linebacker core, and I'm just going to go into the second down, Mac Jones threw 54 passes for 316 yards. In what world did we think Mac Jones, in the rain, with Remondre Stevenson and a whole bunch of no-name wide receivers was going to throw for 316 yards. Well,
1: 54 pass attempts is helpful, and that will happen when you play from behind the entire game. So, you know, we can make at least a little... We can note that. I don't think that's going to be the Patriots' typical game plan. It
0: it wasn't junk time throws, though. It's not that they were down by four possessions right like it wasn't like that we were up what was the biggest lead we had 16 nothing at one point yeah yeah 16 so it's two touchdowns with two two two-point conversions it's not like you're 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 playing junk time there um he's picking us apart what do you think kirk cousins a more experienced nfl quarterback with tj Hawkinson, justin jefferson you got addison you have you have madison everyone's like name rhymes there that's actually pretty that's pretty dope of sons. You can definitely make a rap Hocken song. Hawkins, yeah, son. Jefferson, Madison, son. Addison, uh. Addison, too. Jeez, Jeez yeah. Geez. Well, anyway, I'm just saying, I'm a little bit worried about what that's going to look like. The only thing we have going for that game is it's going to be prime time, but none of us predicted, none of us predicted that Mac Jones was going to be having a pass-heavy game, let alone a game where he threw over 319 yards in the pouring rain totally unexpected against what we had just really shows how weak our linebacker core is.
2: You know, this isn't the moment to get up and say, I told you so, but, um, I won't do it. I won't do it. Right. Uh, this linebacker core has been a concern of mine from the moment that I saw those news reports saying, cause you're white and, uh, um, was our other TJ. linebacker? Yeah, TJ. TJ. Edwards. TJ. Yeah. Edwards uh, left. Uh, I said we don't have an answer unless we're going to pick them up in the draft or trade for new linebackers. This is a huge concern, and it's continued to be a concern all the way until the fifty-three man roster when I saw that we had three guys on the depth chart at linebacker. I don't know if. If this is planned, I don't know if we were planning on just running a heavier dime defense throughout the season where we're not going to need that many linebackers on the field. But based on what I saw yesterday, we need to change something, right? And mm-hmm. listen, after after talking about the play calling, I think the biggest, I, I guess, bright side that I can look at if there is a bright side after yesterday's game is that it was truly mostly play calling, Right. These, like, our defenders were out of position. Our offense couldn't get in rhythm. I think if our coaching staff is able to adjust well and go into this game with a solid game plan and good play calling, we're going to be able to pull this out. Ah. Yeah. It's okay.
0: We'll come back It's that weak hotel internet connection.
2: (laughs) 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 Ali, you got us back? I got you back. You look clear. Thank you. I yeah, appreciate we it. We
1: only missed like the last three seconds of whatever you just said.
2: It's, it's all good I, for everyone listening. I'm in New York right now. I'm just checking on the New York giants population after what happened. the uh, <laughs> That God awful game oh my last goodness. night. <laughs>
0: I was asleep in like the halftime. Oh my goodness. Daniel pathetic.
1: Jones just looked like an absolute deer in headlights from the
0: absolute. Well, not from
1: the get go. The first drive, they actually looked pretty solid. And then it was just the absolute. It was just demolition. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: you know, like the, I am concerned about the play calling, like you said, Ali. And, and I'm, I am, you know, I hate that my worry is on the off- offensive side. There was it was the fourth quarter and it was first and 10 and hurts is dropping back for a pass. Like I, there was just a lot of questionable decisions that like we, we would run the ball on third and 10, but we would drop back and and try to throw the ball in an early down situation when really all you're trying to do at that point of the game is eat up clock. So, you know, I I trust Jalen. I trust him seeing things in the defense. And I, you know, honestly, I trust them when they go for it on fourth down, even though that final drive that they had of the game where they, they didn't convert. Um, Obviously, afterwards, it's easy to say that it's not. You know what? Actually, if they converted, I probably would still think it was not the right decision. Like, just pin, pin the Patriots back as far as possible. Um, so, yeah. It's like the second quarter, the Eagles didn't have a single first down. And I feel like we saw this last year, guys. Like, I feel like we saw the Eagles come out first drive of the game. Every game, it would be a long, methodical drive. They would eat mm-hmm. so much time off the clock. And they would usually end up scoring a touchdown, to be honest. Um They kind of kept that same script alive. And like you said, we were up 16, nothing after the first quarter. And then you just, you can't make one offensive play at all the second quarter. Like that, that is where I just hope it's just preseason rust and, you know, moving forward because he was getting AJ involved and Devante evolved, involved, you know, finally at towards the end of the game, but it was just a very weird, bland, even Jalen running too much. I don't want to see him running that much, to be honest. So
2: I do want guys, to have
0: one. Yeah, go ahead, Ali.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, I, I know this is a this is a strictly Philadelphia Eagles podcast, but I just want to update you guys on some breaking news. Yeah, I know. Uh, it, se- it seems like Aaron Rodgers uh, may have broken his ankle and he was carted the first, off the
0: field. First play of the game.
2: Yeah, he was carted off the field. So, again, this is is not a Jets podcast. This is the Eagles podcast. But this has potentially huge implications for our matchup with the Jets later this season.
1: Football is so freaking stupid.
0: (laughs) It is so dumb, man.
1: God forbid I look forward to any freaking night of parlay fun. And now everything's (laughs)
0: shot to garbage. Yeah. Sorry. But I hope his ankle heals. Stupid-ass Jets. Yeah, it's just one of those franchises. that will just never do it. Oh, Andrew's mad, mad. Um, so I, I do want to bring us back to to, to last year, though. Um, you know, truth of the matter is the Eagles went to the Super Bowl last year. We thought they were one of the best Eagles teams we ever saw. We barely beat the Cardinals by a fluke missed field goal. We barely beat the Houston Texans when we were already in command in the NFC. We we almost lost to the Indianapolis Colts, who were just an absolute dumpster fire last year. These things do happen. So like I said in last week's episode, I don't like the sloppy win. I almost would have rather had a loss because then I think I feel a little bit more confident going into the Minnesota game because we're not an 0-2 team. But I do just want to remind everyone that this is what football is. It's going to be close. Even the Chiefs last year lost to the Colts, right? It's going to be close. Things are going to happen. We're going to have sloppy weeks. I don't like it. My phone is blowing up right now. Holy crap. I cannot I cannot contain this right now. The Aaron Rodgers news.
2: Freaking Rodgers. Um,
0: but, yeah, I mean, it's just – it's part of the game. It is what it is. Ali – I'm going to see you on Thursday. I can't wait to go to the game with you. We'll have another episode just talking about that game, but I know it doesn't feel great. I didn't wake up this morning with a big smile, but let the record indicate we are 1-0. And um, there are brighter days yet to come. To me, this was the first preseason game. This is why I like starting starters in preseason, but I know that's a controversial topic. I think we're going to be okay, guys. So what are some final thoughts before we log off today and go check out the rest of the Zach Wilson
2: show? Uh, my final thought is uh, the Dallas Cowboys took everything New York had, including my hotel internet. Uh, so <laughs> I look forward to, our, uh, to our, uh, our episode in a couple of days, Alex, where we're bringing on. Oh, speaking uh, of which, he's gone again. <laughs> but, he's, but he's back. But I'm back. I'm looking forward to a couple of days where we're bringing on a Vikings fan to to talk through uh, through our next matchup.
0: Very cool. You got Randy Moss joining us, right?
2: Yes, we do. Cool.
0: Awesome. Randy Moss on next week's episode. Andrew, send us (laughs) home.
1: Oh, man. I am just – today has been exhausting. Today has been just so exhausting. I'm so happy that we can play again in a couple of short days – so that we can try to get this weird taste. Like, it's not a bad taste, necessarily. It's just kind of a weird taste. And, um, yeah, maybe, maybe just a little stale, you know? I don't know. Anyway, so uh, everybody, make sure, again, give us a follow. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I, I I hope that everyone is able to, you know, enjoy a couple stress-free days before we have to, as Ali would say, have, have puckered up tight buttholes on Thursday night. So, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> everyone have a have a great start to your week we're 1 and 0 let's keep it moving
0: go birds go birds